Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Well, special teams have been better. We've won games uh, on the power play. Uh, the penalty kill again tonight is is evident. Um, I think Telbs has settled in, and um, I've used the word he's a calming influence. And um, he, again tonight he was that when we got jumping around in our end or out of position, he was able to make some... Uh, <clears throat> some tremendous saves and, and get us whistles when we needed them to get fresh guys on the ice. Um, you know, a little bit of the pride factor too. We were all uh, really disappointed with where we are in the season, but we're not going to roll over and play dead. We plan on playing hard and uh, trying to get better, moving the needle in the right direction. And I, I think we've done that. We haven't won all the time, but we have done that on most nights. All right, that's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer joining you from Carolina. How anticlimactic was that? We were opening up with uh, Requiem for a Dream. And uh, in response to what occurred yesterday, not in Edmonton, but in Fredericton for uh, the Alberta Golden Bears hockey team and not in Tampa Bay. So congratulations, first off, just right out of the gate uh, to the now 16-time national champion Alberta Golden Bears. This is Oilers now. As Brendan's mentioned, it's brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Chorus uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. We have a jam-packed show. John Shannon, Louis DeBrusque, Randy Hanch from the Evansville Oil Kings, Stan Marple from the uh, champion Alberta Golden Bears. Winners get a 4-2 come-from-behind victory against the Florida Panthers. Ty Ratty making uh, the most of his opportunity uh, first against Florida. Here's Connor McDavid. He was good. Uh, you know, he had his fair share of chances. He works hard. Uh, you know, he's a guy that, uh, uh, you know, definitely has an offensive mind. And, uh, you know, he looks for certain plays. And, uh, you know, he's real good. So Edmonton gets the 4-2 come from behind victory in Florida. And the Panthers have gone 23-0. and when leading after two, and the Oilers ultimately get the win 4-2, and uh, McDavid picks up a goal and two assists, setting up a matchup between the two top scorers going into the game in the NHL. Uh, Nikita Kucherov and Connor McDavid, of course, Malkin was tied with them. That day, though, a guy by the name of Nate McKinnon got three points in Colorado's win over Detroit. So there's now, uh, after last night's game, a three-way tie, 89 points between Jenny Malkin, Connor McDavid, and now Nathan McKinnon. But I think right now has pushed himself to a lead for the upcoming Hart Trophy. Uh, Kucherov scored twice last night, but according to Todd McClellan in the Tampa Bay 3-1 victory, 
the special teams were the difference. Yeah, we can talk a lot about the uh, the chances, the shots, the looks we had, but it's still got to get a goal. And um, you know, that's been the, the tail of the tape a little bit with the power play. I think we had 14 shots on goal and a number of missed attempts or opportunities. But, um, you know, I think that's part of the game, the five-on-five game. They did a really good job of checking. Uh, when we lost Sakara, they kind of smelled blood and went after our back end a little bit quicker. And, um, you know, they're right now they're a better team than we are. And uh, we see the work that we have to do to, uh, to, to catch up. Um, it can be done. It will be done. Uh, but at this point, uh, both teams played back-to-back. I thought they had a little more in the gas tank than we did. It's a fair assessment. There's no question. Tampa Bay is right there, the best team in the league. Haven't been beat them 6-2 earlier in the year. The Oilers uh, had a couple more forwards at that time uh, that were important to them. Patrick Maroon and uh, Mark Letesta. I mean, let's take this one step further. The Oilers right now are about five forwards worse than they were last year. It's just a fact. You can't deny it. Uh, they don't have Maroon, who's on their top line. They don't have Letesta, who was on their first unit power play. So those are two players... They were at expiring contracts that you got to get something for. Uh, Milan Lucic has got one goal in 36 games. He's not the same player he was last season. He's got to get it figured out this summer here moving forward. You do the deal, uh, Everlay for Strom. Strom's in a different role, but Jordan Everlay was a bona fide top six NHL forward. And there's extenuating circumstances as to why you make that uh, deal, including potential captain implications. I know... A lot of the listeners have texted us at 630-630 on our West Rock 4 text line are like, well, you know, you didn't have to do the Everlady trade, and, uh, you know, nobody was ever going to do an RFA offer sheet. Well, never say never, and Dreisaitl was an important player moving forward. There's two different perspectives on that, and I understand both views when it comes to that area. And the fifth guy was Benoit Pouliot. I mean, Benoit Pouliot, um, the analytics guys loved him, the hardcore hockey guys not so much. An indifferent player at times, but he does have 13 goals this season, and he was a legitimate top nine forward for the Oilers that could kill penalties. Guys like Kajula this season, Slepyshev simply have not stepped up. Uh, Paul Yarby's plateaued of late. We already spoke about uh, Lucic, so the Oilers don't have as good of forwards right now as they finished the year with last year. That is an undeniable fact. Then defensively, Oscar Kleffbaum, who told Jack Michaels yesterday that uh, yesterday was his last game. Uh, he's uh, going to go get a procedure down here. I mean, he had a good final four months, in my opinion, for the regular season, but he was not the same D-man that he was last season. He's still a huge part of the future of the organization, given the fact that he's a twenty-two, you know, plays twenty-two fifty a game. I mean, he's a player. There's no question. He's got a good contract as well from a team perspective. Uh, but and then you got Sekra, who's a shadow of his former self at the stage. The team simply on paper is not as good as they were last year. Now, their power play yesterday by putting Newton Hopkins along with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, as well as Ryan Strom and uh, Clefbaum, that power play looked pretty good in the third period. Here is Ryan Strom. We got good players on our team. We got to just bear down. I mean, we haven't scored a power play goal on the road in like a month. So um, I I don't think it's execution. It's not the coaching. It's not the personnel. I think it's just a matter of, you know, putting the puck in the net. So, um, yeah, it is certainly frustrating. I think, you know, we we drop a game plan. We execute it. We do a lot of good things. We just can't score. So um, that was the difference in the game. And um, they're a good hockey team, like I said. And you got to capitalize on those chances when we get some power plays. And I think we're 0 for 5. And um, that's not going to cut it. 
No, it doesn't cut it. And he's one of the guys that is in the off season. And yes, uh, for those of you that go, are they going to qualify him? Yes, you're going to qualify Ryan Strom, right? You are. And he's carved out a bit of a niche for himself over the last month or so as a third-line center. But there's some improvements in his game that have to happen. He's at 45% in the faceoff circle right now. He's going to play 15 minutes a game for you. He plays on power play. He plays on PK. He's one of the players that needs to bear down a bit more around the goal. So ultimately, the Oilers lost to Tampa Bay. The Lightning are simply just a better hockey team. It's a complete off day for both Carolina and Edmonton today as the Oilers take on the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow night, which has not been, I think they got one win in their last six or seven visits uh, in Raleigh-Durham. And uh, I'm going to be very interested on a Tuesday night. I'm told Tuesday nights are the worst draws for Carolina. Yes, they have Connor McDavid coming to town, but uh, it could be a quiet, antiseptic crowd. Tampa Bay is a good hockey market, there's no question they got a heck of a team, and their team had lost the night before against Boston 3 nothing. The Oilers' win against Florida uh, was good. Ty Ratty uh, performed well in spurts, playing with Nugent Hopkins and McDavid. Yesterday, the Lightning did a good job. Uh, Yanni Gord, in particular, was an agitating presence during the course of the game. He's a heck, a heck of a hockey player. Um, I thought Nugent Hopkins was a little quiet at the second of a back-to-back play that McDavid didn't have a lot of jump going. The Oilers got the early goal. They missed a ton of opportunities afterwards. They, did, they simply were not efficient on two-on-ones. They were not sharp when they had chances in and around the goal. I mean, you think about the, the multitude of opportunities. Uh, Nugent Hopkins shorthanded breakaway, the two-on-one that McDavid had with Greg uh, Kajillian. He fired one up and over the goal. Lucic had a two-on-one. The ricochet went right to Strom, and it hopped up over a stick. That was all in the first period. It's a different game if they convert one of those opportunities. So, Edmonton gets Carolina, likely to miss the playoffs with the worst save percentage in the NHL coming up tomorrow night in Carolina, which is where we are right now. And then on Thursday, the team will fly Wednesday to Ottawa to take on the Ottawa Senators on Thursday. It is 12-19 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you from uh, Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. And when we come back on the show, we will get to uh, NHL today and other levels of hockey. And one topic that I'm really going to like talking about. This When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Bob Cart, Cam Talbot on uh, Saturday in Florida. He's put together, by my count, 12 pretty good starts in a row here for the Edmonton Oilers around a 9.30 save percentage. And in fairness, yesterday to El Montoya, he gave the Oilers he gave the Oilers puncher's chance to win that game. We figured out what happened with the phone system. The phones are down in the hotel. Never a good thing when you host a show called Oilers Now on the road. We will tell you that our Oilers Now hotline, 780-496-0063, is brought to you by Larry, the cable guy. 
April 14th at the River Cree Resort Casino. They've also got Bill Engel wrapping up shortly here, March 24th at the River Cree. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Work to drive to get your new ride. You can email us, oilersnow 630 com. We're on Twitter, at oilersnow. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stopper. Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And uh, we will tell you that uh, tomorrow, Mark Spector will join us. Stopper and Spector every Tuesday on Oilers Now. Brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live thoroughbred racing returns. Northlands Park on May the 5th. All right, we are going to get to NHL today and other levels of hockey, which is appropriate. It is brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. Brandon, this is your baby. You put it together, but we need some music, brother. Five NHL games tonight, Bob. Blue Jackets in Boston. Ryan Donato will make his NHL debut for the Bruins. Seth Jones out again for Columbus tonight. Uh, the Blue Jackets red hot right now. They've won seven in a row. Nashville in Buffalo. The Preds have won 13 of their last 14 games. They are also on a three-game winning streak. Montreal hosting Florida tonight. The Panthers now five points back of the Devils for a wild-card spot with three games in hand. A big game for the Kings tonight in Minnesota. The Kings are tied with the Stars for the final wildcard spot, but they do have one game in hand. And almost do or die right now for the Calgary Flames, Bob. They are in Arizona. They're currently four points out of a playoff spot. TJ Brody got absolutely obliterated yesterday by Ryan Reeves. They recalled Rasmus Anderson up from Stockton. That's the guy that Darnell Nurse beat the snot out of, out of that rookie tournament that hit about four years ago, or three years ago. Flames, by the way, four points out of the playoffs. Brendan, who are the three stars of the week? AP, not Adrian Peterson. Alex Petrangelo named the first star of the week. Three goals, six assists in four games. Nathan McKinnon, the second star, six goals, two assists in four games. Curtis McElhinney, the third star. He was 3-0-0 oh, oh, uh, last week. The Condors knocking off San Jose 8-4 on Friday. Josh Curry with a hat-trick. Patrick Russell had two goals and two assists. Joey Lalegia and Brad Malone each had three helpers. The Condors also won 5-2 Saturday in San Diego. Dylan Simpson scored twice. Patrick Russell, a goal again in that game. He had a goal and an assist, as did uh, Braden Christopher. The Oil Kings lost 7-1 to Calgary on Saturday, but they rebounded to close out the season with a 7-3 win in Calgary on Sunday. The Oil Kings finished the season 22-42-6-2. Trey Fix-Wolanski finishing the year with 89 points. Bob, overall, a disappointing season, I would say, for the Oil Kings. Well, how strange was this yesterday? They had six power play goals in that game. Uh, they don't have enough skill. That's going to be something that's going to have to be addressed moving forward in the organization. And they got to get themselves a, a number one goalie. You know, they've got some good young defense prospects. I don't think there's any question about that. And Bob, the Golden Bears for the 16th yeah. time, national champions. This is impressive. And I, I got to tell you, wasn't sure it was going to happen. Uh, I will state this, that Stan Marple, who's the general manager, does a large portion of recruiting. Uh, Stan started that role in Ian Herbert's first year as head coach. The Bears uh, lost that year at Nationals uh, in a game in which they gave up two even-strength shots, lost 2-1, hit four goal posts. In Ian's next two years, they won back-to-back titles. Ian went 119-19. Uh, Serge Lajoie, uh, interim coach. Ian uh, Herbert's is on leave. 
uh, with the Edmonton Oilers, this was by far the best job that Serge had did uh, in the three years. Uh, and, he, you know, he took over Ian's team the one year. There were a lot of veterans. Last year they had a lot of kids that got eliminated uh, the first two years under Serge in the opening day. This year, of course, they vanquished Acadia, who eliminated them last year with a 4-1 loss. This year the Bears were up 8-2. They won 8-6. I'll give Serge and his coaching staff and the players a tremendous amount of credit. The resiliency they showed, they were down 2 nothing to Saskatchewan in the third period. Uh, rallied on the power play, and maybe they got a gift call or two, uh, but the bottom line was they, they got uh, the two goals on the power play and then won it in overtime. And then yesterday, rallied again from an early 2 nothing deficit, and uh, that team could deal uh, with some challenges in the course of games, and that's often a reflection on, uh, on coaching. Now, I will say from a skill perspective, and Alberta did not have all their horses. Uh, they had Brandon McGee was suspended. He's a very good player in that league. The three times 60 plus point score of Victoria. They didn't have Jaden Hart, who's a power forward for them. That's uh, played 10 games in the American Hockey League and had four goals one year. And at the end of a WHL season, and even Cole Lineker, who played with Leon Dreisaitl and Tyson Bailey with the Kelowna Rockets a couple of years ago, uh, he was lost most of the season. So they they missed an entire line worth of forwards. Um, Alberta had a lot of skill. But to fly across the country into, and, and I, I cannot impress this upon you more, they don't like Alberta in the East Coast when it comes to hockey. They see the Golden Bears as the New York Yankees. They don't want to see the Bears win. And to see Alberta rally in the semifinal and final games and get victories, very uh, positive reflection on the character of uh, that the coaching staff instilled the players and uh and as a team because it's a team thing so kudos to left next year the tournament's in lethbridge alberta's only losing one player they're going to be poised to probably give them a chance for a repeat but this year frankly i i didn't think they'd win i'll give them credit that's a tough place to win they did it first time ever alberta's won in new brunswick in the six years that unb's hosted the tournament i think the bears have had better teams and not won there in terms of on paper so this is a tremendous reflection upon uh, the character and the resiliency of the current team. And six U of A head coaches have now won national titles. The legendary Claire Drake has won six. Uh, Billy Morris, terrific guy, won two. Rob Dom won three in the final seven years that he was at the U of A. Eric Thurston, who just took a job in Drake Valley in the AJ, totally overqualified for that position. May I add, uh, he won two uh, national titles. In, in six years, uh, Ian Herbers won two and three, and now Serge wins one. Tremendous, uh, tremendous thing. And I know the city is going to get behind it, so is the province. Uh, comments from uh, Rachel Notley and Don Iveson today on that front. So good stuff for the U of A Golden Bears. Off to a Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell. We'll see if the phones are working here. We will talk to John Shannon when we return in order staff.